Alrighty. Uh, welcome to Creepy Crawl and Cryptids. I'm Adam Gonzalez. And I'm Jesse Espinoza. And we're going to talk to you about your favorite Creepy Crawl and Cryptids from Crips to Creeks. Today we're talking about the Bigfoot. Sasquatch! The Yeti! The Abominable Snowman. Mm-hmm. Also known as the, the Yawi in Australia. The Ibu Gogo in Indonesia. Which apparently like the... The Evo Gogo like will steal children, and then they gotta like outwit it to escape it or something. <laughs> That's I think horrific. they have big boobs too or something. Odd. Yeah, it's an interesting, it's an interesting choice. So, yeah, it's odd. Um, what else are? Oh, the the skunk ape. Skunk ape. Yeah, I think it's in like uh, somewhere in America. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, it's called a skunk ape or something. It's, it apparently has like a stench that follows it. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're all described as stinky. Yeah, they really are. Um, yeah, so I'll go ahead and, and give us a little a nice little opening to to Sasquatch. Um, so yeah, so we have the the legendary the legendary creature known as Bigfoot Sasquatch. You know, uh, plenty of names. So I believe in 1958, like like the first set of uh, footprints was found. I'm trying to make sure I get the date right because I don't want to be wrong. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's 1958. Yeah, 58 or it's between 58. Yeah, 1958. Uh, the set of footprints uh, is what kind of brought the 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 myth sort of to the front lines, right? Mm-hmm. Because uh, before that, there there were like Sasquatches. So yeah, but anyway, anyways, there the, you know there had been stories of these like large like kind of hairy uh, man like creatures or like beasts um, everywhere, right? And so the 1958 uh, when it was published in a um, in a magazine, or I, I think in the front of a paper, it was like, you know, the, the Beast Among Us type, type energy. However, apparently one of the earlier um, recorded kind of discoveries of something like that is sometimes uh, noted to the British explorer David Thompson, uh, credited with the first discovery uh, at 1811, a set of Sasquatch footprints and hundreds of alleged prints that had been, um, uh, that had been deduced since then. Uh, so it's very interesting. Um, but it's definitely something that's sort of been around for quite some time. And not only that, it's one of those things that's everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Well, also, I wanted to add that 1958, that's where the big the name Bigfoot comes from. Ah, yeah. Because <laughs> it was like a giant footprint, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, the guy was like, it must have been made by an animal with a really big foot. And they're like, that's a good name. <laughs> that's it. That's the name. And they stuck with it. Well, it was a simpler time. You know, and I can appreciate that, right? <laughs> Because the thing about sensationalizing something is that sometimes simplicity is better. Uh, so Bigfoot, it works. You get what you, you know what it's all about just by the name. Yeah, um, actually, so I, I do have a little article here pulled up. Uh, it's from the Smithsonian Magazine, huh? and it's sort of like why do people still believe in Bigfoot? It's <laughs> like the big point of it. Mm-hmm. But so they, uh, there is one. Um, uh, part here referencing the fact that uh, Bigfoot is not the first fabled hominid to roam North America. Um, and so the, apparently the, the, the phrase Sasquatches or Sasquatch um, were populated uh, throughout the mythologies of um, Native American tribes uh, in the Pacific Northwest. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the 58 footprint is what, like, boom, like made it a thing. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so the, the tracks were planted near Bluff Creek in Northern California by a man named Ray Wallace. But his prank was not revealed until his death in 2002 when his children said it had all been just a joke. So I don't know if you've seen that or not. But yes, yeah. the first like print uh, has, has been denounced by the family of the man who apparently made said print, uh, Ray Wallace. Oh my, that's just funny. 
<laughs> yeah, imagine keeping a hoax alive so long that you're like it's like just a national cryptid. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you wanna you wanna give me a little more on this cryptid, Jesse? Uh, yeah. So like uh, Bigfoot sightings are found all over the U.S., but they tend to be mostly in the northwest coast and um, just south of like the Great Lakes and stuff. That's where the highest concentration of them are. Okay. So like Oregon, Washington, Northern California, and then are like the the hot spots. That makes sense. I I suppose if if we were to like propose that Bigfoot were real, right? Mm-hmm. It would it kind of make sense that it was around the Great Lakes, right? Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Easy source of water. Yeah, good all source the, of water. All the edges of the Great Lakes are like beaches now. Like, yeah. like people like go to them kind of often. Yeah, well, you know. Nah. <laughs> he's he's elusive. He's good at sneaking around. That's what I mean, this thing is like I think sometimes we forget how large a how large a place America is. Yeah, they're real big. Yeah, <laughs> real big. <laughs> the the most well known footage of the Bigfoot uh-huh. walking, you know, uh, it was shot in Willow Creek, Six Rivers Forest, California. It's that video, right? Yeah, yeah, it's okay. the one of it walking by. And it kind of looks. Like, yeah, kind of yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was shot in 1967 by Roger Patterson and Bob Gil- uh, Gimlin. Okay. And, uh, yeah, it's the most famous one even today. Interesting. Has that one, uh, I, I, I thought I saw a thing about that one having been, like, proven a hoax. Is that not true? It's one of those things, like, people are like, is it just a guy in a suit? And a lot of these are. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, I, if you want to get your, like, your video, like, to the news, right? Because, like, you get a little bit of money for that, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah, so I, I guess, yeah, I dress up in a little ghillie suit and go <laughs> out that. <laughs> Take some photos. Yeah, there's, there's, like, a whole bunch of... Bigfoot sightings, and yeah, that that was the only one that's like actually kind of good, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I I I know that Bigfoot has become this big like <laughs> Bigfoot has left a big footprint on uh, <laughs> oh, 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 wordplay, uh, but uh, it has left this 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 big mark on sort of um, like media, right? And yeah. and there have been a lot of like finding Bigfoot shows. And I recall one that had been on. I, I don't know why I saw an episode. Like, I, I don't think I was, I don't, I didn't watch the series. I really saw this episode. I, I think my grandpa might have been watching it. But they talk about these people hunting Bigfoot. So, this is like the Smithsonian article references that there, there's no archaeological proof, right? No paleontological, archaeological, there's no proof of Bigfoot. We have videos and we have some stuff. Like, and they posit that at some point we would find the bones. We would yeah, find yeah. skeletons or something. And the, the, all we have are these, like, footprints made, right? And so I remember that one of those guys, like, <laughs> well, porcupines eat Bigfoot bones. <laughs> <laughs> and that was, like, the big take. And everyone was just like, yep, that's why we never find <laughs> Bigfoot bones. Because porcupines actually eat Bigfoot bones. Which, like, what a weird animal to decide eats Bigfoot bones. Well, I mean, if any animal's going to eat Bigfoot bones, I guess it's a porcupine. I suppose. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, another, uh, I have seen another thing posited about, like, the reason we never find Bigfoot bones or anything is because they are a socialized species and they bury their dead. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that is another another implication, is that they're, like, like a, the offshoot from, like, uh, ho- uh, Homo sapiens. Okay. I mean, I guess. Tell me more, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. Um, so the kind of most second famous one is uh, the Marble Mountain Bigfoot. Okay. So uh, 
It was just a youth group leader, Jim Mills, noticed a creature uh, in the Marble Mountains, and uh, he recorded it for seven minutes. And so it's just kind of this, one of those grainy footages from far away where there's this thing walking on the top of the ridge. Right. Yeah, and so that's like the longest one. Does it look like Bigfoot? I mean, it looks like a silhouette of a possible Bigfoot. <laughs> Interesting. Or just a tall man. Yeah, we, I bet if we dressed you up in a little ghillie suit and put, put some big feet on you and sing out of the wild, they, they'd take some videos of oh, you. Oh, I'd get shot. Uh, There's one thing I've learned while recording Bigfoot <laughs> is that people who hunt Bigfoot are real quick to start shooting. Wait, really? <laughs> we'll get into it. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, there's also the Yeti. Um, Eric Shipman was like climbing the Himalayans and found a large footprint in the snow. Um, and it like sold for a bunch of money. All right, okay, hold on, because I have to, I have to ask you about the Yeti, right? Okay, so, yeah, yeah. The Yeti obviously is implied to be like a Bigfoot or a Sasquatch, right? With mm-hmm. giant feet. Um, and I believe fuck, what's his name? He did like Expedition Wild or some shit like that, like, Expedition uh, Unknown or some shit like that. Um, Josh Gates. Josh Gates also apparently went uh, into the Himalayas and got a Yeti footprint, and it also sold. And I think it's like in a museum right now or something. The thing about the Yeti one, right, is that, like, that's a hard hoax to pull off. Like, the Himalayas, like, like that's, that's a tough one. Like, why do that? And so, I've always thought that if, like, like I feel like, like, North America-wise, or, like, you know, out here in, in, in America and whatnot, in the Californias, I feel like it's, it'd be a lot easier to find a Bigfoot. But, like, yeah. if there's a large ape species in the Himalayas, like, like a, um, like a polar ape, right? Like, mm-hmm. or like like a polar orangutan or something like that. Like, I that wouldn't surprise me, you know. Like, there's yeah, yeah, bears yeah. and snow areas, and so like, and it would make sense that we never found them because one, they probably have white fur, like like most like most things that live in snow, like the snow do. And so that is that is the only one like the idea of the yeti that kind of sticks with me. That I'm like maybe maybe there's just this like large ape like like you know like Himalayan ape species that just kind of kicks it <laughs> in, in the snowy mountain area. You know, the the thing that always gets me was, like, when we did Loch Ness, they talked about, like, well, it'd have to require a lot of food. Yeah. And so it's the same thing for, for me with, like, these large creatures is, like... Well, the thing is, is snow leopards are in the Himalayas. Yeah. And they? so, I believe so. And I, I believe if, like, a... Let me let me make 100% sure, but I believe if a, a large carnivorous species can exist in the Himalayas, I don't see why, like, in, like, something like an omnivore, like, om, omnivorous, like, ape wouldn't be able to. Mm, funny. I think it's possible. Right, you uh, know? Yeah. All right, well, so for some other Bigfoot spottings, there's a uh, Momo in uh, Missouri. Uh, it's said to have a bad smell, pumpkin-shaped head, <laughs> and likes to eat dogs. I am so sorry. I'm going to pause you really quick. There is the snow leopard in the Himalayas. Uh, the Himalayan terror, which is like, uh, it's apparently in da- incredibly endangered. Uh, the red pandas in the Himalayas. There's a lot of creatures, in the, a lot of animals oh, in the Himalayas, okay. actually. A Himalayan black bear. Yeah, actually, okay. hold on. Okay, I guess if a bear could survive, then. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeti could survive. Cool, cool, cool. All right, yeah, yeah. So Momo, the, the Missouri Bigfoot. So yeah, pumpkin heads. It, it eats dogs. Oh. And um, in 1968, it tried to abduct a four-year-old boy. There has to be more of that. No, that's it. It, it was unsuccessful, and then just nothing, nothing came. How out. was it unsuccessful? It didn't, it didn't get the boy. No, 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 no. <laughs> there has to be more to that story. No, that's all it had was that it tried to grab a boy, and it was like, nope, <laughs> nope, didn't get the boy. It didn't get the boy. <laughs> wow. Okay. Then there's the Independence Day Bigfoot. 
Huh? Um, I, I honestly don't know why it's called Independence Day Bigfoot. It really likes the movie Independence Day. Movies, probably. Man. So it's just a Bigfoot a walking movie. around with like what looks like a little baby Bigfoot. <laughs> and uh, we don't know who where it was taken or or who recorded it. And uh, Oh, it's a video? Yeah, it's a was video. it taken on Independence Day? I don't I don't I think have so. to assume it was. Because <laughs> it's you... just like out in the middle of nowhere. So yeah, there's no way to know. Yeah, but how do you know it's Independence Day? Because they took the video on Independence Day, and the people who published the video... Jesse, there's there's no other reason it would be called the Independence Day Bigfoot. Okay. But yeah, so a lot of people think that they can see the seam in the gorilla suit on it. Oh, though. what um, a bummer. Yeah, so that's kind of thought of as a hoax. Okay. Um, so in uh, Provo Canyon, uh, some siblings were hiking, and they thought they saw a bear, so they started recording it, that's and then... This creature just stood up on two legs, and they were like, nope, and ran away. <laughs> well, bears can't stand up yeah. on two legs. Yeah, well, you don't want to mess with that. <laughs> no, not at all. And the minute something stands up on two legs, I'm outie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that was a reasonable response. And then I think they were like, they tried to um, they tried to uh, start a GoFundMe to go search for it again or something. Uh-huh. I don't know what came out of that, though. I didn't really The comics got a bunch of people's money and yeah. search for it. Then bought like another camera and was like, "Where are you doing it?" <laughs> uh, oh, in Provo Canyon, there's another one uh-huh. where a hiker saw a large animal. It stood up on two legs and started throwing rocks at him. I don't think bears can throw rocks. Yeah, I don't think so either. Interesting. I've actually that's the thing I've heard a lot about the people who haven't like encountered Bigfoots. Right? Is that they throw rocks? Yeah, like, they yeah. Just throw shit at you. Yeah, it's it's. Once again, if these things exist, and if they are some type of like primate species, that makes sense. Yeah, and then they're strong. They can probably throw pretty big rocks. Yeah. Too. Well, that aligns with the science of it, I suppose. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so there's uh, Alany uh, National Forest in Pennsylvania. Uh-huh. Uh, Rick Jacobs caught a picture of a Bigfoot with a camera mounted on a tree, but people think it's just a bear with mange. The Bigfoot had a camera mounted on a tree? No. This guy, <laughs> no, I know. He was like a hunter or something. Uh, there's the smelly Bigfoot. In, Is that the skunk? The skunk? Uh, it might be. Skunk in bear. Johnstown, Pennsylvania, they found a footprint 17 and 3 quarters inches long. Uh, they appeared after hearing strange noises of an unusual odor. Interesting. Yeah. And then other notable places is Blue Mountain, Washington, and Mississippi, where people claim to see. Okay. Bigfoots. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I always find the Bigfoot thing interesting. Um, mainly because, like, like, like the Smithsonian thing was saying, like, you'd think we would have found something, um, by now. That's kind of my stance on it, I think. Yeah, that's that's what I was going to ask you next. How do you feel about Bigfoots, Jesse? It doesn't seem like there's much, because, okay, so, so I'm going to quickly kind of talk about this, the scientist. He's kind of the most, like. He's the Bigfoot scientist? Yeah, the Jeffrey Meldrum. Uh-huh. So uh, pretty much he uh, he's an associate professor of anatomy and anthropology in Idaho State. Right. And so he's kind of the big scientist uh, for, for hunting Sasquatches. Yeah, that makes sense. So uh, he wrote this book, uh, Sasquatch, Legend Meets Science. And uh, he says that my book is not uh, an attempt to convince people of the science of the existence of Sasquatch. Um but rather uh, to the evidence that uh, exists just fully justifies an investigation in pursuit of this question. And so that's kind of his stance on it. Right. Is that he's like, there's enough there to, to yeah. warrant searching for it. Um, yeah, and so he, he's basically an expert on, um, 
unlike foot morphology and locomotion of monkeys, apes, and hominoids. Yeah. So he studies the, the evolution of bipedalism. And uh, he was an, a- an editor for the Biped to Strider, which is a pretty respected textbook. Right. So he is, like, fairly respected yeah. among his peers. But, but of course, this, like, Bigfoot thing is kind of a, kind of a... A little, a, a little, a little black blip on his, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, but my thing, right, is that if you, if, if, if there's someone that's disrespected in their field, um, because I, that is one, that is one of my stances, right? Is that I, I do feel like, well, we haven't found anything yet. Like, there's been no real evidence. Um, but I do find it interesting that with even a little bit of the evidence we do, like, I mean, national parks are huge. Yeah. Like, yeah. like we have huge national forests. Um, but one of my interesting things about it is that like there's no like other ape species or monkey species on in in, in North America like like naturally occurring right like especially mm-hmm. in like the Americas of North America oh, yeah you might be right yeah I, I, oh, yeah North America yeah. yeah I know there's a bunch in like South America yeah um but like in North America like we don't have any ape species that are naturally occurring outside of like zoos and stuff mm-hmm. and I'm sure like some people's like chimpanzees have escaped because people try to own things yeah yeah but, um, yeah, so, like, it would be odd. However, like, the way they're described, they're not, like, like, like tree-dwelling, like, swinging apes, uh, like, like chimpanzees and monkeys. So, like, it does, it does make me wonder, like, evolutionarily what, what it would be if there is something here. But it is just odd that we have found nothing. Yeah, yeah. Like, not even incidentally stumbled upon something. Yeah, and uh, I just kind of want to quickly touch on, like, what his... The, the evidence he's found that makes him believe that's worth investigating. So he, he has uh, over 200 casts of possible Bigfoot feet. That's a lot of casts. Yeah. And uh, some have, like, unidentified hair. Right. But kind of the big one is is that um, he found some footprints that had, like, skin swirls on them, like on your fingers, you know? Interesting. Like fingerprints. Um, and uh, they were flat with uh, distinct anatomical detail. Uh, the toes would grip the mud. And then there was one that it, like, turned 45 degrees to, to seemingly look over its shoulder, possibly. And then he has some of it running, where it's just kind of the front toes parts, huh. kind of touching the ground. And so uh, he basically said that, it, like, to, to do this running one, it would be pretty hard to fake unless you had a device with, like, cable-loaded flexible toes right. to be able to kind of grip it. So that's kind of, like, that's kind of his... He's like, oh, this is, would be really hard to fake. Yeah. So that's why he believes it's worth investigating. Yeah, it's interesting. I definitely like, like, I mean, obviously this guy who's far more educated in the field than yeah, I am yeah. thinks it's worth investigating. So I definitely think it would be cool to like investigate and find more out about it. That's another one of the things about like the, the discovered hair that's always interesting to me. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of ones that have like hair like samples with it yeah, that yeah. don't really match up with any like DNA that we have logged or cataloged. So I think that's very interesting. Yeah, I, do, yeah, I do think so- it is food for thought. Yeah, there are weird little things. Yeah. Um, and then there's this other scientist. I just wanted to kind of, a little quick side note on him. Uh, he was a professor of anthropology at Washington State University. So I think, I believe it's a Smithsonian. I forgot to write it down, but his skeleton is preserved, I believe, in the Smithsonian. Oh, is this the guy with his, him and his dog? Yeah, with him okay, and his dog. Yeah, yeah, I believe the Smithsonian. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's kind of what he's known for is that, because that, he got like cancer, I think, and yes. died. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so he published 10 books and half of them were about Bigfoot. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he believed that Bigfoot was a descendant of the ancient Asian apes uh, called the Gigantopithecus. 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 Yeah. That walked around a million years ago and, and possibly came across the Bering Land Bridge with a bunch of other animals. Okay. So that's that's where I stand on the Yeti idea, right? Is that like 
there's no reason that there couldn't just be a large species of ape. Like, like just, like, even, like, a gorilla type, right? Like, a large species of ape that exists just in the Himalayan mountains. Like, it's, it's, it wouldn't surprise me, is all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, anything's possible, I guess. I, I definitely do think, like, the idea of this, like, oh, this mythical big beast. Like, yeah, that's insane. But realistically, like, the possibility of there just being, like, an ape out there? Yeah, no. that seems a lot more likely. I don't know. I just feel like we would have found it by now. We're... I mean, I think I, I, I think we discover, like, 50 new species every year. Yeah, but in America? Like, everywhere. Like, I mean, everywhere. I mean, in rainforests we do, but, like... No, I think and then like also, everywhere. like, very nitpicky, like, different kinds of bugs and stuff, you know? I guess. But, like, but my thing is, like, ape. you're telling me that we've discovered everything in I mean, every forest. I mean, it's, it would be pretty hard to avoid... To avoid people this land. Do you know how big the uh, like like national parks are? Do you know how hard it is to find like a leopard? Do you do you know how many people go missing? Yeah, all the time in national parks. Like like those people are just gone. You think we would have stumbled upon them, or they wouldn't have stumbled out? (laughs) Yeah, but they're not just just walking around. Yeah, trying to eat. Like how hard it is to find a leopard? We found leopards. Yeah, because like they're out there. Yeah, exactly. Because they, they could be found. Oh, my God. Oh, I can't believe this. <laughs> I'm just saying. Listen, I'm just... It, my, my biggest thing is the Yeti. I think that, like, a Himalayan monkey is very, very possible because it's hard to, like, look through the Himalayan. I mean, it's possible. I mean, look, I'm not saying it's 100% impossible that a Bigfoot exists, but... Uh, like I said, I, I don't think that it's... I, I do agree with you in a sense that, like, we probably would have found it already. So, but I like the idea of looking. Oh, and... Uh, just one thing about the about Jeffrey Meldrum. Oh no! So uh, one of his like people that kind of discount him. Uh, he, what, uh, this is uh, David J. Dingling. Um, he's an anthropologist at University of Florida. So he says basically, even if you have a million pieces of evidence, if all the evidence is inconclusive, you can't count it all up uh, to make something conclusive. Yeah, that's so, how evidence works. Yeah. So like <laughs> we just have like all these things that could be something. Yeah. Uh, well, like, like I said, I just like like old boy was saying. It's it's it merits a look. It merits a little look see. Yeah, right. a little look see at it. No, well, just hundreds of people have failed. <laughs> I mean, well, it's obviously the porcupines because <laughs> they eat the bugs. Porcupines. <laughs> the thing is, it's like Bigfoot, like like hunters, like they they hurt themselves really. Yeah. Like, like Bigfoot believers hurt themselves. <laughs> well, talking about Bigfoot oh, no. hunters, right? Uh-huh. Okay, so Rick Dreyer. Dyer, sorry. Rick Dyer. He's a Bigfoot tracker from Texas. So I have a feeling you know where this is going to go. <laughs> Texas? <laughs> so uh, he had heard about, he somehow heard about like a 911 call of a, a large hairy animal eating deer. Oh, so he's like, no. I'm going to go get it. Uh-huh. <laughs> So uh, he got really some... quick. Somehow heard a, a nine one call. You know he had the fucking uh, <laughs> one of those calls, like the radio transmitter. Yeah, you know he had one, yeah, one of those. Just, just tapped in, <laughs> listening to to nine one one calls. So uh, he went to his local hunting shop and got some deer urine and some pork ribs, and he just <laughs> left it around a tree and like went to a tent and hid. Uh huh. And then a bigfoot came to eat the. To eat the ribs. Okay. And he jumped out and he blasted it. Yep. <laughs> okay. With his shotgun. Were they cooked ribs? I don't believe so. <laughs> okay. I okay. don't know. He didn't specify. All right. So, you, so he jumped little, out and blasted it. The little video it just showed raw. So, But it, that was a recreation. So <laughs> okay. I don't know how okay. accurate it was. Okay. So he jumps out and shoots this thing. Jumps out, blasts it, and then he's like, he took photos of it, and he's like, I did it. <laughs> I killed the Bigfoot. Okay. And so then he... 
he allegedly like sent it off to the uh, Washington State University to get autopsies. Right. So that's why there's this big scar on its chest is because that's where its organs were taken out to. Okay. To allegedly investigate. Okay. Um, and then he like put it behind some plexiglass and like charged people to to look at it. And he made fifty thousand dollars <laughs> from it. Did you see the photo? Yeah, it's the most fake looking thing I've ever seen. What's his name? Uh, Rick Dyer. Rick Dyer. I'm gonna look it up. I'm so excited. Yeah, so uh, he claims to be eight feet tall, four feet wide, and eight hundred pounds. Um, yeah, and oh, and his—he never released the the supposed autopsy taken <laughs> right at Washington State. Oh my God! Oh, so really quickly, Wikipedia has him listed as Rick Dyer, parentheses hoaxer. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> it's really good. Oh wait, hold on. Okay, so... Apparently he has two separate hoaxes. Oh. Is, to that, when was yours? Uh, I don't think I put down the date. His 2008 hoax. Bigfoot body in possession. After initially leaking grainy footage of the show Bigfoot, he presented the, career, uh, the carcass encased in a block of ice at a conference that was only open to the press. The two announced they found the 7-foot-7-inch, 500-pound creature while hiking in the North Georgia mountains in June. They stated that they had spotted about three other similar creatures after making the discovery. According to Dyer, it took them a day and a half with six men to carry out the Bigfoot, all while being followed by other Bigfoot creatures. Uh-oh. Um, uh, okay. So, so... Okay. So, okay. This isn't... The, the one you just told is, is, is a secondary uh, hoax. Um... Also, the sold-out tour event eventually pulled in $500,000. Oh, okay. Not 50, <laughs> yeah. Um, Dyer stated that the DNA sequencing scans, autopsy, and everything you can imagine was being done, um, but, but nothing came out of it. Um, critics soon pointed out that Dyer had pulled off a Bigfoot hoax in 2008 mm-hmm. and called for him to release the more open testing... Uh, of course he didn't. I'm trying to find the picture though. But yeah, so that wasn't that was not his first Bigfoot hoax. Oh. Uh, him and <laughs> he found the photo. Yeah, it looks terrible, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it looks awful. It's the most fake looking thing I've ever I seen. I don't know what I was expecting, but it certainly wasn't this. Um, yeah, there we go. It's Bigfoot. Uh, I'm glad glad I got to experience this. Yep. <sighs> All right. Do you have anything else? I have another thing, but do you have anything you want to add? I don't think so. All right. So now we're going to go into the real, the real nitty gritty. Okay. So what if Bigfoot is actually a supernatural entity or an alien? It's okay. <laughs> I don't think we should go with it. No, we're going there. Oh, no. Is it, are they running the douche, right? I mean, probably, but that's not what this is about. Okay. So this is all from Ancient Aliens, BT Dubs. <laughs> <laughs> because there's no way people of color could build a pyramid. Yeah, so, you know. So, okay, I need you to follow me here, all right? I'm, I'm listening, I'm with you. All right, so we're talking about Old Testament, all right? <laughs> like the Bible? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so uh, the, the Book of e- Enoch. Uh-huh. Which apparently isn't canon, but look, uh, that's not important. Yeah, I believe uh, that's not canon to the Christian Bible. Yeah, so um, <laughs> there's Bible canon. 
So, uh, yeah, so there are these creatures called the Watchers. Mm-hmm. And they're fallen angels, or also known as Earth Women. And so Earth what? Earth Women. Okay. So they Are regular women not Earth Women? Look, that's not important. My mistake for asking. <laughs> but they were super beautiful, and so people made babies with them. And then they were born as giants. Oh, um, what are they called? There's a specific name they have. Oh, I don't know. Oh, you suck. <laughs> I can't think of the name. I'll think uh, of it. Is it the Anunnaki? Uh, something like that, yeah. There's a couple different things. But yeah, yeah, anyway, so that you, we, so humans have, have babies with these earth women. Yeah. Okay. And then they come out as giants, and those are probably Bigfoots. And that's what Bigfoots are. Yeah. I see. That's one of, the, one of them. One, one of, of the, the okay. ideas. Okay. All right. So uh, some further evidence of this is that in Mesopotamia, uh, Gilgamesh had a friend named... Uh, in Kado. Okay. And he's a large hairy man. So so we're taking the, the Gilgamesh fable, one of the oldest known uh like 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 fables as, as fact now. So cool. We're we're there. Yeah, All right. Yeah. Okay. And uh yeah, so uh he, they believe so it's believed uh, so ancient aliens believes that they were created by the Anunnaki okay. or, and it, as a slave race mm. for aliens. Okay. Um and then like, you know, when stuff went down they all kinda wandered around and became Bigfoots. I see. So, so that's another possibility. We should cover the Anunnaki in an episode. Yeah, we should. Because I've been getting a lot of TikTok videos of people talking about Anunnaki. Oh. It's, they're, they're something. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> we'll put that in the back burner. Sounds good. All right, so there's the ancient astronaut theory that okay. basically aliens came down and mixed our DNA, and that's what how we evolved to humans, right? Mm-hmm. We're just dumb monkeys, and aliens were like, smart. Aren't we still just dumb monkeys? <laughs> Uh, that's for debate. <laughs> we Anyways. Can, we can throw stuff better than a monkey. I don't think that's true. <laughs> we have guns. Okay. <laughs> we have built things to throw stuff better than <laughs> yeah. monkey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, look. So, um, so maybe they made other things, you know, with these... Like Bigfoots? Yeah, they made Bigfoots. <laughs> What's your favorite theory? Oh, I'm not done with the theories. Oh, <laughs> is this all in one episode? Yeah, and I didn't even watch the whole episode <laughs> after a while because because then it just kind of so after all this it kind of like goes so so there was two there's this one and then there was like um, in search of aliens where they went out to look for uh, for like Bigfoot uh-huh. and then it, he like joins up with like a group of people and then. They're, like, going around searching for Bigfoot. And then there's this weird part where... So they were just driving around, and they had this camera on top of their truck. Uh-huh. So as they're driving, they have, like, an infrared camera or something. And so uh, so they see something, like, looking at them from the forest. I'm like, oh, what's that? So the guy just starts honking his horn. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that seems counterintuitive. Yeah, and it scared it, and it's like, oh, it's just a deer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> so, okay, um... So there's uh, that's one theory. Uh, so the, the whole DNA thing, like maybe they just wanted to see how we would assimilate with Bigfoots. So Obviously would, not well. Yeah, not great. Yeah. Um, another idea is that maybe they were criminals left on Earth to, <laughs> you know, like kind of like space Australia. Criminals? Yeah. Oh, or, space criminals. Or space Australia. Yeah. Uh, so, so they go, hey, how come? They show up everywhere, right? All over the U.S. That's mm-hmm. weird. So it's believed that uh, there's this crazy underground 
tunnel system in Oregon okay. that spreads across the entire U.S. Interesting. And they, they and that's how they get around, and that's how that's also how it's ho- so hard to find them because they live in these tunnels. Oh, so they're 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 what's that called? Sub subterranean? Yeah. Okay. So they're troglodytes. All right. You know, as as you are as one is. So uh-huh. uh, troglodytes are descended from uh, from the sky, and they live underground and taught men. Uh, how to how to do stuff? How to be smart? Uh, but like they lived underground in these tunnels, and if you went down in their tunnels, a lot of them didn't come back. <laughs> and then these tunnels were made by aliens. <laughs> Ancient aliens is wild. <laughs> so now people are like, "Well, why are they just hanging out? They're so smart. Why are they just hanging out in these tunnels? Why right. not come yeah. talk to us, right?" It's because they're waiting for humanity to kill themselves so they can come to land and take over. Yeah, that, You know, that makes the most sense. Uh, yeah. And then the, the whole... Yeah, so the, the whole ancient astronaut theory, like, mixing the DNA, they're like, hey, maybe... So that's one theory, right? And then the, now this, like, uh, maybe aliens just... When they did the whole DNA to make humans, they just made a bunch of them. You know, just to see which one worked. Right, and and ours are obviously overpopulated. Yeah, and... yeah. So we won. Uh, for the Bigfoots, they're not all gone. <laughs> no, well, yeah. so they, they, they're always lurking in the shadows. Yeah, so watch out! Don't go into any subterranean tunnels. Yeah, and so it's thought that maybe there's also theory that UFOs just kind of drop them off. Why? Because uh, there was a sighting in the Olympic Mountains that uh, there was a UFO sighting. Like, not long after a Bigfoot sighting. Oh, that's obviously... Those obviously correlate. Yep. And in Sashomis, Shish, Washington, uh, someone saw a disc of light fly by, shoot down a beam of light, and there's a Bigfoot there. <laughs> I want that on a t-shirt. <laughs> that should be our new logo. It's, it's just uh, a, like a flying saucer with a beam of light, and then in the beam of light is just a sasquatch, <laughs> like, like mid-walk. <laughs> yeah, I want that. That's what I want for a new t-shirt. I want a, want a t-shirt. We're selling t-shirts now, everybody. Oh, yeah, those are all the ancient alien oh. theories. All that I watched. After a while, I was like, this is enough of this. It gets tiresome. <laughs> it really does. They, they give you a lot of information, and I, I can't. I, I appreciate that we went from, like, positing, like, you know, anthropologically, maybe. Maybe, maybe there's some type of large ape out there to just be like, obviously they're uh, space criminals left on Earth. Yep. Um, yeah, that's, that's our episode on Bigfoot, guys. I just wanted to, us to end on a bang. You, you know, know I, I feel like we did. Yeah. Uh, so I'm Adam Gonzalez. And I'm Jesse Espinoza. And thanks for listening. Come back next time. Hey, what's that outside? Kind of a big-looking dude. Oh, no, he's really hairy, too.